Hello, 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 everyone. Love wrestling. Oh, Pluggo's already dancing. Pluggo's already dancing. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. What does that mean, JPJ? It's another episode of Between Two Bids, the 95th installment. Oh, we get creeping. We keep on creeping up to that 100, man. I know. We're all, I can't believe we're almost there. It's creeping up. All the shit we put. How the hell do we make it this far? You know? Jeez Louise. I will say this shout out to Affiliate for being a tier one subscriber for the past four months. If you want to subscribe to Love Wrestling, hit that subscribe button. We got our faces. You can use our faces as motion. Sierra, hi. Hello. Thanks for being here. I'm going to switch it around. JPJ, how are you today? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm feeling all right. I'm excited to have the show. We got the hard hour tonight because after us, right at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have a gigantic episode of Quiz Plex. Why don't you let them know a little bit about that, Plugo? Who's on this tonight? This is the Champions gigantic. of Champions edition. Damn right it is. You damn right it is. There's a controversy going on on the Quiz Plex side. They're going to settle it tonight with Big Bad Boris, TJ Cannon, and our girl, our friend, friend of the show, Taryn from Accounting. Yeah. She's going to be yeah. on there. You too. know who I'm we'll already, be rooting for. No I'm offense, TJ and, and Boris. We love you, but you know yeah. who we're rooting for tonight. We got some but buddies that- popping in. Have Guy, long time no see, JPJ. Hey, Plugo. Yeah, I streamed a little bit earlier today, and Have Guy was in there keeping me some company. We got HCW Sports, always good to see them hopping in, saying two beards. We got Dustin saying hello, Dustin, beard boys. With that killer, with that killer graphic he made earlier on Twitter, go check you that damn out. Right. It's awesome. Yeah. And yes, and, the uh, member of seven is on. Hopefully, there's no members of the rods coming on tonight. Hopefully not. It. And then we uh, can make it an hour. hour. Uh, yeah. But we do have the hard hour, but not only do we have that tonight, we have a guest tonight, somebody yeah. that we've been wanting to get on for a little bit here since joining us at the Love Wrestling family. Uh, so without further ado, I do. I do. Let's introduce him. We got one Blair Pacheco from the Grain Maker. <laughs> I got that right, right? You got it right. right. You're damn right. Uh, from the Grain Maker podcast. <laughs> You guys pump my tires like that. I'm going to be you know, grinning from ear to ear. Oh, shit. Literally, so, what, what we, we had to do was we are so unprofessional at this thing. We had to get a professional such as yourself <laughs> to join us. We had to we had to let you know pre-show, put it out on the. You can do whatever you want this hour. You don't have to be professional. You can say whatever Perfect. you want. How do you feel about the rods, as I like to call them, crashing our streams every week? Yeah. I mean, I, the fact that I'm here, maybe it'll deter them a little bit, you know, maybe they don't, maybe they're, they're a little scared. I don't know. I mean, you but, got uh, that Alex Kane on baby, you know, you are, you are that Alex Kane shirt, also friend of the show, been on this show before. Great uh, guy. We love, yes, we, uh, and Aphelios did say, and we did have Josh on last week and that didn't stop him. So I, I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked. Well, let's hope we can make the hour without any yeah, interruptions. Yeah, let's, let's That hope. would be let's nice. Hope, because Blair is a good guy. He's on the show for the first time. We want to show him a good time. We don't want to get him involved in our gang affiliations, our gang warfares, if you will. <laughs> I don't. I just want to know who's selling our data. That's what I need to know. Through these rats, guys, so they can get we in. We got Rye Levy. Good to see you, Rye friend. Levy's popping in the, in the chat house. saying, hey, bearded beauties and Blair. We got our representation, Lawrence. 
in the chat. He said he's he says he's watching. Yeah, Lawrence has all the information and all everything he needs. And Lawrence we are preparing the case. for legal work if we need to. If we see, need to, because see, Blair, I, I don't know how it goes for you on the Grain Maker podcast, but over here on Beards, we seem to make enemies at a very <laughs> it's usually plug. Look. It's usually look at it's usually plug. If we can wow. be honest, if we can be honest, because I love honest, the guy, though. it's usually plug. when I get dragged into it, so we have like he's been bit. challenged at LPW 15. If mm -hmm. he decides that he's accepting that challenge, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Thankfully, I, gotta go. I don't think I've made too many enemies, so I'm trying to keep it that way. Yeah. Yeah, and then we got Rye uh, acknowledging Brother Lawrence officially a wrestling show, ride or die. Yeah, um, yeah, Lawrence has been making the rounds at some of these GCW yeah, shows. Yeah, GCW was in Toronto. He made it out to Chamber last last month. IWS he's been to, so he's getting a good run of I wrestling hope, shows up there. I hope he I squashed Screenshot Gate with Jordan Oliver. I hope that got squashed because yeah. that was a beef. No. Speaking and, of which, I wanted to lead off with that. GCW okay. this past Sunday, Blair, yeah. Grainmaker Pod. You just interviewed Sexy Eddie. He blew mm -hmm. up the internet with his full moon salt spot. What did you think of that spot? Obviously, you're familiar with Sexy Eddie, maybe more than some of the haters that were on the internet. But what did you think? You know what? It's when you see someone like Sexy Eddie and you know his history, that's par for the course. You know, yeah. in a GCW show, like you have to expect that. And I was amazed by the outrage that came from it and it made me laugh you know because that is sexy eddie like you go back he's done it numerous times it's not the first yeah, yeah. warren hayes is in the house our we got our buddy warren. warren hayes popping in saying doing that hype train we got um, Ryan levy saying eddie is the best and Ophelia saying, won't someone think of the children? children i gave him kind of the cliff Notes version off of air but i was sunday night chilling i was like oh gcw's got a show you know, the kids are doing their thing. Mrs. Pluggo's in knows in her book, which has been great. She's a book reader. She loves go follow her on Twitter. She's a big book reader. She'll review all these books. So it gives me the opportunity to pretty much watch whatever I want. I was like, ah, I'm going to watch a wrestling tonight. And of course she looks up and goes, what the f is that? <laughs> and I go, sexy Eddie's doing, that's his that gimmick. He ripped the trunks off. He, he holds, he's not exposing anything but his butt and he does like moves. And she's like, what are you watching? And I was just like, it's, it's professional wrestling, wrestling. dear. <laughs> I'm watching professional <laughs> wrestling. And I would, so, and to Philly's point, the people that, this is how I feel about it, right? Like it's not GCW's job to police what your children watch. Nope. They shouldn't be watching that anyway. I, I know my, my youngest loves wrestling. He talks about all the time, but I make sure to like, if it gets to that point, we're not watching GCW death matches. You know, we're, you know, we're keeping it PG. So that's my job as a parent to be like, it was a 19 plus show. If I'm not mistaken, right. Lawrence and Ryan Levy who were there, maybe can, you had to be of a certain age to even get into the show. I believe if I did hear that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's wrestling. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was the same. Look at, I am 38 years old when ECW was first getting popular in 19, you know, 97, 98, 99. I was younger. I was 12, 13 years old. And my mom didn't care that I was watching WCW, WWE, or all those things. But she would see the stuff that was on ECW, which at that age, I'm just like, hell yeah, man. This is like, woo, the best. And she, that was the only one she would see. And she'd be like, what are you watching? Because they were friggin'. <laughs> flaming tables girls wearing almost literally anything like you know what i mean it was all it was just a you know and when i think of gcw i think of them more as like 
that, like the early on yeah. stages, like the modern day ECW type of thing. Um, and it's the same stuff. Like if you're a wrestling fan and you've got younger kids or you got kids that usually watch WWE or AEW or all these shows with you, you need to know as a wrestling fan and Rye Levy confirming that it was 19 plus at the show. Yeah. You need to know as a wrestling fan that like if you're turning on GCW and you got a little kid that usually your son, whatever, watches wrestling with you, you need to know like, hey, maybe this is probably, you know, some stuff could go down here on this show that might not be WWE-esque, you know, or mainstream uh, television-esque. You know, you have to know. You have to know. And I love saying it's in a damn bar. So now that we've kind of talk past that in the comments you can drop how you feel about it let us know drop anything, yeah. anything you let want us know in the comments what you want to talk hours. about this is kind of a free form we want to blare on here because we you know we've been trying how did to get that, him on but, here how did that work for you so like you're you dropped the podcast with sexy eddie like this week yeah and it, he broke the internet like a few days prior like how cool is that to be like perfect timing? Like I wish that I like we would have been able to record it afterwards so I could have got all of his thoughts on it because we recorded yep. it um right after the GCW invasion in that Atlantic City show. Okay. So he had some time and we chatted. So it was before all of that. So I wish we could have talked just about that, but I'm hoping to hear about that when he's in town this upcoming week. They're yeah, get that, that, have, that, like, it's just like perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I feel you saying I had never heard of Sexy Eddie, but now I'm a super fan. That madness is amazing. And Hab guy saying, "Did I hear Sexy Eddie? Oh man, Eddie love Eddie." And then Dustin saying, "I believe Blair mentioned it before, but how was his experience at eight? And oh, I did want to talk. I wanted to bring this up too because I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit about at least one of the matches that we saw last night on AEW Dynamite. <laughs> um, but how was your but experience in Winnipeg? Like, yeah, great seats. Match. I love that whole thing, by the way. But we can talk about anything you want on Dynamite last night. I thought it was a great episode of Dynamite. Um, yeah, but you had pretty good seats, man, right on the entryway right there. Yeah. yeah good, some nice seats. How was that whole experience of uh, going to AEW in Winnipeg? From the get-go, it was incredible. I've gone to Raws and SmackDowns, but this was different. Like, going to Raw, I felt like an adrenaline dump throughout the show. But this one, it was a constant for two hours you're not looking at the time or anything like that. So your attention's always captivated or captured, I should say. And then like the action was great. They're very interactive with all the fans. It just made for a great time seeing so many wrestlers from Western Canada there, like so much of the LPW roster on dark. Like it was just, it was a great time. Yeah. And, um, I've had the privilege, you know, I live close to Boston. So I've, I've had the privilege, privilege of seeing AEW a few times and the vibe is, completely different you know what i mean like don't get me wrong i go to wwe whenever they're around i love you know i still watch i'm i still love it and those shows are fun as hell too like i don't have a bad time at a wwe live show but the atmosphere is dramatically different when you're an aew show like it it feels like those fans that go to aew show are there and they are there to have a good good time the whole time wwe when they go to commercial or things happen the lights dim. It's very corporatized in that way. Like, you know, they they keep your attention with vignettes and videos and stuff like that. But there's a lot of times where the fans are, you know, the lights are off. You're looking at your phone or you're you're not focused on that. Whereas AEW, even during the commercials, if there's a wrestler in the ring, they'll cut a promo. And if they're a heel, they'll get after the crowd or, 
Tony Khan, when I've been in Boston, runs out three or four times a night and he's screaming like, we got this. Like, you know, he's like jacking everybody yeah. up. Uh, That's did Tony Khan come out a few times running. when you were there throughout the night, I'm assuming? He did. And he hyped yeah. up the crowd big time, you know, talking about coming back again, which I'm sure is par for the course with many oh, towns. Yeah. But when you get the, you know, the enthusiasm of the crowd and it was, I think they sold 7,200 there, which is a good crowd. They were hot all night. So it's, it's one of those things he says that and you actually think like, yeah, I could see them coming back. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, they, I've noticed something again. I'm from Indiana. JPJ's from Boston. You're from Canada, but like the last few just wrestling shows in Canada alone have just been hot crowds. Everybody's <laughs> on their feet. Loving it. It's a, such a great atmosphere. such a good vibe that I hope they do more. And they are doing more yeah. shows in Canada. So good on them. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> we got love. I got Spencer <laughs> popping and saying Canada rocks. Hey, hey I am yeah. still, I'm still yeah. with my honorary Canada, Canadian. Um, what's the citizenship? Is that the word we're going to go with? Yeah. I yeah. can't speak all of a sudden, but yeah, you know, when, wherever speedball goes, I follow. That's the deal. So and Warren is right here. Canada has always been a great wrestling territory, for sure. And, and if you ask Warren, it's also been a great geese fighting territory. That is true as well. <laughs> that is true as well. That is true. But Canada has always been a great wrestling territory mm -hmm. for a long, long time. And I'm hoping kind of what... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> those damn us, geese us or the geese more probably us probably <laughs> us be if we're being specific. real um but have guys saying the way the shows are selling and I, I think not only the way the shows are selling but the way that the canadian wrestling fans are showing up and showing out to these shows as well you know what i mean i i think you know when you get big time wrestling shows especially maybe in an area of canada where you don't often get big time wrestling shows it's really good when a you're just getting the show, but like, you know, people in Winnipeg that was their first time seeing AEW, or that was their first time AEW going there. They know they're on television for Dynamite, and those fans are already pumped that they're even getting to go to the show. But then, you know, as a wrestling fan, there's a little bit of like, hey, well, let's show them what Winnipeg's about here. Like, let's let's show up and be rowdy, like not in a negative bad way, but like let's be loud, let's be into it, let's do chants, like let's let people know that, yeah, this is a place you should come to more often than you do. And they've done something really great. And it's, they treat the hometown fans to a show because when they're in Seattle, you saw Darby and Swerve and all of the Seattle faithful, like the ones who grew up there wrestling, they put them over. So right there, the fans are going to be into that. And the fact that Omega and Jericho are both here or from Winnipeg, you mm -hmm. have them in a match together. And the crowd was chanting, this is awesome before the bell even rang, you know, they hadn't even touched and they were going nuts. Yeah. So it's very, very cool. And the way that all these shows are selling out in Canada, mm -hmm. it's been really, really good. And I think that obviously was probably showing Tony Khan something that like, okay, we should probably make this a couple times a year kind of visit to Canada or at least more than where, you know, where we should be going. That's a really hot market for us, which is good, which is a mm -hmm. good thing. Um, anything stand out? Obviously, I thought the episode that you saw from Dynamite was really good. But what was the thing that stood out the most? Was it that Omega, Jericho you know, the two hometown heroes, you could say. Yeah, to me, that was really big. And I'm trying to think, um, that had to be tops, I think. I mean, it was great seeing, like, you know, some of the younger guys, like the Darbys and Jungle Boy and Sammy, they're like kind of, you're getting ready for them to break through to that next level, yeah. seeing them being positioned that way. But nothing will top the uh, the Omega Jericho interaction in there. 
Yeah, and we got Warren saying, yeah, but Winnipeg, they were happy there was something else in the Jets. <laughs> that's, that's what. And then uh, Hab Guy saying, hey, Tony, come to Ottawa, will you? Come to Ottawa. I love how absolutely territorial, like, Canada is. Like, how they just, like, ah, oh, Winnipeg. Or, ah, yeah. Ottawa. <laughs> yeah, except I live here and I'm fans of sports teams from, like, Everywhere else in Canada, and one. Oh, sounds like Pl- you and Plugo might get might get along. Right. Plugo has a, usually has a new hat or new shirt of a sports team every went, week. Yeah, I've got. I actually, no joke. I got the Cubs rocking hat under the hoodie. I got a Bowling Green beat Sooners. Oh, Bowling on. Green! You're throwing out the Bowling Green hat. All right, <laughs> don't, wow. don't. digging deep, brother. And then he goes, "I always knew you were an Oilers. Fl- you're an Oilers fan, Blair. <laughs> oh, I'm not. <laughs> Lisa. So speaking of dynamite, like I think we sports Wait. slut plugo. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Can you change, I, your, can you change your profile I, somewhere to that name? Yes. Yeah, I can be sports slut. Yeah. Listen, if you if I don't hate you, I'm gonna I'll wear your gear. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah. I was gonna say, since we're already kind of talking dynamite from last week, boys. Hmm. We're talking that about this match. Main event? Are we talking about this main event right here? That match last night, the main event. Hold on. Oh, don't do it again. <laughs> was amazing. Last Woo! week was. I don't. Blair, I don't know if you saw the episode last week, but last week was three sixteen day. It was, it was mm-hmm. Stone Cold's day Woo! when we were on here, and Plugo five minutes into the show clanged two seltzer waters <laughs> and poured them. All and he sat there for an hour and 40 minutes in a soaked ass hoodie. And I knew he was having a miserable time the whole time. I knew <laughs> that he did it like two more times place. after that. And I was like, This, yeah, like Warren says, give that man a race. <laughs> give that. And I knew it was dripping all. I was like, I bet you that's going through the pants, might mm-hmm. even be hitting the socks. Oh my god, I that. That's dedication. Give the people what they want. I'm here for you. Without the fans, we're nobody. And the fans wanted to see me pour water all over myself on Stone Cold Day. <laughs> so, yes. The, the water damage. Um, just don't tell oh, Mrs. If you God. guys can, don't let Mrs. Plugo see this. That no, it's okay. Don't we have Ryan Levy saying, grow, growing up in Edmonton during the Dynasty years, I was always a Habs fan. So, wow, there you go. Um, but, yeah, we probably should talk about – because here's what I saw. The discourse before was we'll at the table, right? What do you mean? The Don't dis- you think the match would have been 10 times better if they would have fucking introduced who that oh guy my- was? I didn't know who he was. No video package. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He needed anyway, a six weeks, a six week build for this thing. Yeah, like, what the hell, bro? It anyway. was just amazing. It was incredible. I, yeah. And like I was telling you guys before the show, that was the first time I had ever seen that gentleman wrestle in my life. Obviously had heard the name. I knew he was a, like, he was somebody people talked about. He was supposed to be a really big deal and things like that. I knew he was a triple a champion for a long. Like I, I knew I did not know he was like 23 or 24 yeah, years he's old. He's like young. super young. Yeah. I did not know that, but you know, they will live, you know, I, people on the IWC, the, the wrestling community were super excited for this match. They were super excited to see this guy on, on, North American television, and it was for free. For free, that match was last night for free. Um, and it lived up to it, exceeded every like. I was just like, How is this guy doing any of the stuff he's physically like? Physically, mm-hmm. like, how is he I doing see- any of this stuff that he can do? Like, that is, I, is he made of rubber? 
Like, what is going on here? He's insanely good. Uh, Ryan Levy saying, did anything else happen other than Vikingo and Kenny? Based on the internet reaction to last night, absolutely not. I mean, that was the main thing. I actually thought Dynamite was a solid show last night, like mm-hmm. a pretty solid show. I thought the Stokely Hathaway stuff with Hook was really good. Um, I'm drawing a blank because we're talking about the main event. But I, I thought overall Dynamite was a pretty damn good show. I thought the opening trios match with Kip Sabian, Butcher and Blade, uh, with Darby, Sting, and Orange Cassidy was a blast. Um, Sting doing the Orange Cassidy stuff and the, you know, was very cool. And Sting looked like a damn badass with those sunglasses on after that match too, when Orange Cassidy gave him the sunglasses. But I thought they were I thought it was good wrestling throughout and I just thought it was a good show. There was a lot of good storyline telling between the elite and what happened at the end of the show. Um, Orange Cassidy, Ophelia says it right here. Orange Cassidy with the OC face paint, like that most bare minimum face paint to fit in with the with the team was really, really good. Um, yeah, I thought I thought to answer your question, have guy, I thought uh, I mean I'm sorry, uh Rye. I thought overall dynamite was really good, but this main event was crazy. Like it was crazy. Where do you lie um, on that, Blair? With like, do you want them to? Would you have wanted them to build that up, or are you just happy with them giving them twenty and let them do whatever they want? I I don't need build up. Like you know, I feel like I watch. Or this is gonna sound bad, but like I watch enough stuff that I'm familiar with who's you know who's out there. There's some guys you know that I admit I have I know nothing about, but like Vikingo. I had heard about him from a few years ago. You keep tabs on him. So as soon as they announce the match, it's like, okay, this is going to be something special. And I think there'll be times where you'll see a good match and be like, oh yeah, you know, that's a, a match of the year candidate. But like that literally was for free on TV. So <laughs> yeah. you didn't need a subscription. Yeah. You didn't need a pay-per-view. It no. was right there for you to watch. And it was incredible. Yeah, my, it my was... thing with that is always like, and I've said this on this show. I've said this on other shows. I've just like, get to that's how you get to know these people like great they gave you a free match maybe you didn't know who vikingo was maybe you did but if you didn't and you watch that match and you like that style like oh shit this guy is cool i'm gonna go follow him see what else he does you're gonna stumble it that's how you grow the business like yeah i don't think every match on dynamite should be you know somebody that's not signed and no build you should have stories absolutely everybody can tell yeah. but every every once in a while when you get an opportunity to do something like that it only grows your business so you should want to do that you should be cool with it. people shouldn't be all shitty about it like if you don't like that style match just change the channel viking yeah. of rules but He's here's the so thing. good yeah. and like in general you know i think it was john alba who said on Twitter after that show last night, he was like, oh, really rough night for the AEW doesn't know how to tell stories crowd. And it's <laughs> like, they gave you that match. Like they gave you that match for free with, you know, the no build or whatever. But even in that match, at the end of that match, they continued to tell a story that they were, that was interweaved throughout the whole episode of Dynamite. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they were telling you stories all night. You're just butthurt because... The one that they did, whatever. Like I don't even know. <laughs> and like, even and the knew- and the one that they did tell didn't tell has a story. It's just more for that hardcore audience that knows that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, oh, I, I lost my train of thought. Of what I was gonna say, but it was something good. I'll, uh, I'll say that much. But 
say whatever you want. You're on between oh, two beers, baby. Yeah, no, say, I, I can't remember what I was going to say. This is the flagship, bro. <laughs> you say whatever you want. Oh, oh, um, like it's the same kind of thing where heading into Forbidden Door last year, people are upset. They don't know, oh, how am I supposed to know who Shingo Takagi is? You know, there's no video yeah. package. Well, watch what he can do in the ring and you're going to have a whole new, you're going to have doors open for you to check out new stuff just because of like being open to someone you've never heard of. Yeah. That and was if, me with the catch to like last year. I didn't know who he was. I'd never seen him wrestle. And now he's yeah. one of my favorite wrestlers. Like, yeah, I love seeing that. I mean, yeah. And like things were different when I was younger, I would go to like, they, they, <laughs> we had rental stores. You would go rent videos and stuff like that. But dude, you have YouTube. Like if you mm-hmm. don't know anybody, and they're coming up on it. If you're a big AEW fan and you're buying Forbidden Door and they announce a match with a, with someone from New Japan that you don't know, either you can do what Blair said, watch the match. And if you like the match, you go, okay, cool. This is a new person on my radar. I'm going to go dive into their shit or just dive into their shit. Yeah. And get to, watch a handful of matches. Watch a match or two before the show so you have like a better, you know, it's like. It's like it's Warren Hayes' cooking shows on Tuesday nights that he plays on his podcast. Yeah. I don't know those cooks. I get to know those cooks, and I try out their recipes, and they're delicious. Yeah, it's still it, in the chat. Yeah. It's just it's just very <laughs> – <laughs> All I'm saying is bacon, chicken, mayonnaise, yeah. bake that shit. Some of those <laughs> – Oh, that's hilarious. Um, it's just very bizarre. Like when I, I I remember being a younger wrestling fan and getting into wrestling. And like when I saw people or new things, like I didn't get angry. That was just more stuff for me to absorb. And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. It's a very weird dynamic when people come from that. Oh, I don't know this person. Why are they doing this? Why are they main event in a show with somebody that nobody knows? It's like, Okay, well, like they're not just picking me out of the friggin' audience to go main event dynamite. Like this guy clearly is at a. You might not know who he is, but he's main eventing for a reason. Like it's not me or Pluggo coming out of the stands. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just what very. Are you trying weird. to say, very, bro, I can do. Those I would like highest rating dynamite of all time. They want to get me in there. I can dynamite. do I'll call those Vikingo right moves, bro. But it's just I don't know. It's just very weird for me. It's very weird for me how people just. And there's always going to be complete people that complain about anything, right? Like, yeah, but it's never, just a weird thing to me. I'm like, just that's just more things for you to end up liking. I don't know why, you know. I don't know about you, Blair, weird. but I've never subscribed to that. Like, oh, you don't know the entire lineage of the WWE Championship? You can't be a fan. Yeah, you know, like this is how I, you grow the business. It's like when you're younger, and it's like if you can only listen to one genre of music. Well, I can't, I can only listen to punk. That's my thing. You can't listen to hip hop. And then you get older and you're just like, no, nah, you know, like Taylor Swift bangs. I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to listen to Pennywise. I'm going to listen to all this stuff because why not yeah. just be a fan of what you enjoy. You a Pennywise guy? I, I, I used to love them when I was a kid. I still, still have a few albums on my iPod. All right. All right. I like, it. I like it. Full circle still goes. Oh yeah. Uh, Dustin saying, I don't follow AEW super close, but when I do watch it, I do find that they cater a bit to everyone. Whether it's the matches, the promos, the way of building stories or characters, you can't make everyone happy, but I will commend AEW for doing different stuff on weekly TV you don't really see elsewhere. I think, yeah, 100%. We're in the golden Um, age of professional wrestling right now where you can literally, at the touch of a button, have anything you want and not have to worry about the stuff you don't want to watch. Like, even if you are, even if you said, like, last night, like, 
I'm not watching that match because they didn't build it. You still had another hour of television that you were like, I could watch that. And then you don't even have to watch Kenny Omega wrestle. If you don't want to, you can turn it off. You don't have to sit there. I don't understand that. <laughs> I still you don't still, understand that. You still got a chance to watch QTVs. So yeah, you, yeah, you can watch if you're and, if QTV. The, the oh, yeah, I've turned into the biggest Aaron Solo mark just from last night. Yeah, the guys, I, that was a standout performance. You think Bailey's kicking her? Do you think Bailey's kicking herself for? dumping him maybe i don't know He's a big big star know. now yeah know? i'm gonna say that was a star that was a star making performance star by aaron solo, aaron solo on qtv baby. last night aaron, um, aaron solo for the T- uh all atlantic championship yeah exactly it's not um, all atlantic anymore jesus blur do you watch the projects international championship now <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> we brought you on for jeez louise get him out of here will please. you god uh, no, this no, guy. No, no, no. Okay, I'll see you guys later. I'll no, 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 no. It's like peace. Uh, <laughs> one thing I did want to talk about a little bit because we saw a segment. Uh, oh, hold on. Have guy says finally my internet crashed. Then Twitch wanted me to watch the same couple of ads about five times in a row. Well, we're glad you're back. I will say this: back. if you do want to avoid those ads, you could hit that subscribe button. And then saying, you if you have Amazon Prime, it don't cost you a penny. It don't cost you a penny if you got Amazon Prime. You can subscribe right here to Love like, Wrestling. Like Lord said earlier, we need raises. So, yes, Plugos, you know, working damp every week. It's I got it. I got it. I'm working damp. Pipe every damage week. or some sort of. I got water pay for, damage everywhere. I pay for wrestling training Not to great. take care of business and Not LBW great. 15. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about. Yep, that's right. The working damp plug-o. <laughs> working damp. <laughs> hey, what? I like make that stick. Make that stick. Hashtag working damp. Uh, but <laughs> no. Uh, one thing I wanted to discuss, because I want to say it was either, yeah, it was like late last week. Um Dax of FTR because they were involved on Dynamite last night in a little segment with the Guns, which I actually thought that tag match with Top Flight and the Guns was actually pretty good too. Uh, Top Flight, Dante Martin, you know, we're talking about what like Vikingo and all the stuff we saw with him, but Dante Dante Martin makes everything he does look like it's so easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's annoying the things he can do. It's like he looks like he's not even trying. I'm like the Dante match. Martin of sitting on the couch. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but afterwards, FTR comes out. They are trying to get a ch- uh, a championship match against the Guns. They're offering a bunch of things, and the Guns keep on saying no. And then at the very end, Dak says, "How about if we lose, we'll quit AEW." And then that makes. The guns go, all right, cool, deal. And they just spit right in their face like savages. It was, it was incredible. But uh, a little bit er- later or early or late last week, Dax on Twitter came out and said that FTR had made a decision about what they're doing because, you know, their contracts are up in April, I think, reportedly, or around April or something like that. Um, and so, but they said that they couldn't announce it yet because of whatever, logistics or things like that. And then you see a segment like last night, which very much leans into that a little bit, I believe. Um, what are you guys thinking? Because, you know, FTR, as far as tag teams go, you can make an argument. They are the best tag team in wrestling right now in the world. Um, obviously have a history with WWE, have done, have been with AEW for a little bit here. We've seen them everywhere. Crockett Cup and NWA. We've seen them IWGP champions, AAA champions. They've been everywhere these last couple of years. Um, 
where do you think, do you think that that promo and this little setup with the guns actually like, did that do anything to you to make you think they're staying in AEW or where do you, where are you guys lining about where a uh, FTR might potentially end up here? I mean, I, I can't see any, anyone putting them in a position to give them a championship match if they aren't planning on staying mm. and if I mean, if that's really the angle they wanted to go and they had it, they were leaving, then I mean, all the power to them. I mean, you want to get paid more, you want to do whatever, chase that dollar. But uh, I think that uh, I do think it's all part of the story. I, I fully believe they've resigned, you know, months ago and it's just mm. working it, working their way into it now. Yeah. You don't think we're going to see them dump the AEW tag titles in the trash on uh, SmackDown the following? Maybe Friday. if it's with that uh, the costume change they were offered when they oh, packed God. it up the original oh, time, maybe God. they'll be wearing that doing it. I, I don't knock anybody. You could go anywhere you want, make the money, get the bag, do your thing. I just really enjoy the like you got Ryan Levy saying, "Ain't no bussy. I want to see bussy FTR." There's so many dream matches I still want to see FTR have out there that if I go to the WWE, you're never going to see. Yeah, that. you know that's but, just not. It's off the books. And, you know? and it, I would hope after they figure out what to do with the bloodline in WWE that they do kind of refocus their tag division a little bit and make it. But I just I don't want to see FTR get lost in the shuffle. And I'm I'm not really a huge fan of the guns as tag champs, so I want them to win. I hope it's a swerve. I hope that they're going to win and stay in AEW and be the chance for a while. And then eventually we get back to FTR and the Bucks because there's still a bunch of FTR matches in AEW I'd like to see too. Yeah. I mean, there's FTR matches. I want to see them one-on-one -on -one with the uh, Motor City Machine Guns or mm -hmm. with the, the Impact Tag Champs, Chris Bay and Ace Austin. Yes. I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not clamoring for it, but those are ones that if, you know, they announce that match, I'm tuning in right away for it. Oh, hundred percent. And yeah. like, and like Plugo said, those options are going to be available to them yeah. if they remain with AEW or do something else. But if they, if they decide to go back to WWE, which is their prerogative, they were in NXT when they were there, they were having the best matches on the show. They were treated like tag team wrestling was important. And that was under triple H and triple H is running the show now over there. So like I could see them potentially being interested in going back over there and working with Hunter because Hunter mm -hmm. treated them pretty well. It was when they got up to the main roster, not with Hunter, where, you know, things went kind of awry, you know? So I could see that happening. But yes, I I do think they're a tag team that wants to travel the world. They want to fight the best tag teams all around the world in all different promotions. And that's just something that you're not going to get if you're in WWE, because WWE has their universe and nothing else matters outside of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, but we'll see. But I, yeah, once they kind of leaned into it last night, I, that's when I was like, oh, I think they're resigned. Like, they're and I mean, anymore. and I, you know, I think that there was a point with FTR where it was like, okay, they could go back to WWE, Hunters in charge. You can see that there's a difference in the direction and the talent's coming back and it's meaning something. But now that that like honeymoon phase is starting to wear off, you're starting to see like, maybe it's a better situation with Hunter. Like I think we full believe it is a better situation Hunter, but is it that much drastically better to give up all of your freedom again? Cause I remember FTR paid to get out of there. Like they, yes. they gave up all of the rights to all of their likenesses and stuff. Said we'll just reinvent ourselves on the Indies. And he, I remember Dax saying like that cost us a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. 
Like, so yeah. do you want to go through that again where you're like, all right, we're back under the revival? Because I think they'll come back as the revival. They won't be yeah. FTR again. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll figure that out. But yeah, I just think let's keep them in AEW. Let's keep this. It's like they're so precious and I just want to keep them right here. Right. <laughs> you're losing so much freedom if you go back. Like right now you have so many options and to go back, like if that's what you truly want, go for it. But just remember how, you know, how it felt what you have. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. on that note, we're going to reset and thinking about what you have. We have the hard hour. So we got about 20 minutes left mm -hmm. before Quizplex with a guest host tonight. Just got word. It's going to be Spenny Love hosting tonight. Zach is on assignment. And yeah. it's again, TJ Cannon, Big Bad Boris, Audible Chocolate. Stay tuned. You might have, we might have some Big Bad Boris, Big Bad Norris. I can't speak. Big Bad Boris news coming up. Mm -hmm. And our girl Tara from accounting right at nine o'clock. She'll stay right here on this Twitch channel and hang out with them for Quizplex, the best quiz show on the internet. I think I did pretty good there. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I'm proud of you. That was, I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. Um, <laughs> one other quick thing I wanted to talk about on from AEW last night is we did see Adam Cole, baby, baby. Uh, come back again, you know, come back for the first time in a little bit uh, since the last time we saw him. Uh, which was a few months ago, I want to say, or the L.A. show, so at the beginning of the year. Um, and we found out that he's going to – well, we knew he was coming back next week to wrestle. We just didn't know who his opponent was going to be. Yeah. And oh. we found out officially that his opponent for next week will be Daniel Garcia. So that is a match that I'm very, very much looking forward to. Um, but I wanted to talk about Adam Cole – in a greater picture, because um, obviously well, before you do that, uh, I, I lied. Ross says, "Well, actually, there's been a late change in the game. TFA is no longer available. Oh for no! Quizplex, but they do have a replacement. I wonder if he's going to tell us who, who. I don't know who, 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 who. who, uh -oh. who. I was getting ready. I was going to be rooting hard for TFA. You know, that's I, our girl. You know how we roll. But I know what? that's fine. Um, as long as it's not a rad, I'm happy." Oh, okay. So Spencer oh. will not be telling. So we'll just have to tune in. Just tune have in to tune at nine in to, check to it find out. out who's taking TFA's place. Anyway, Adam Cole, we're back to the... Yeah, well, I was going to say, <laughs> so obviously AEW is trending in the direction of the four pillars being involved with the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, there was a great vignette last night with MJF, kind of the instant reaction after the segment last week um, where he went into the cake. And then there was some more chatter between Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, and Sammy Guevara. Um, and MJF made it very clear that you guys need to earn your championships, your championship spot. I beat all of you. Nothing's given here. So rack up some wins, become the number one contender, and then we'll talk. Um, but, and again, don't get me wrong, I would look forward to seeing MJF fight any of those guys again. Uh, for the AEW title. I think those matches would be great. But I look at a guy like Adam Cole, and he's just coming back, so I'm not saying right now. But I look at a guy like Adam Cole, and there is not a doubt in my mind that, at least to me, he should be the guy that eventually dethrones MJF for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. That, to me, especially if you're going to keep him as a babyface, as you're doing right now, clearly, look how over he is. Like The guy is completely over. He is one of the best in the ring, one of the best on the mic, handsome as hell. Like he's he checks every box 
<laughs> you need to lead to be a face of, and lead your company. I think it should be Cody Rhodes. That's the other company. That's the other company. We'll be talking Walks about. Walks in with that, both belts this, of WWE. It's like, <laughs> I've been working here the whole time. Bruh, it's all part of the plan. Uh but that I, I yeah, and I think I tweeted about it last night, and I was just like, I see Adam Cole, and I'm like, that's that's the that's the guy that I want to dethrone MJF down the line here, and like be the baby face face of your company. And I think Adam Cole checks every box to fill that role. Um, and, yeah, go ahead. They, uh, they're like they need someone for that top baby face spot too right now. So like to have him and being able to elevate him to that spot, I mean they're they're set. You have a, a challenger down the road for whether it's double or nothing or all out, waiting there with him, mm-hmm. and he can build up wins, get back into the swing of things. Because I mean, being off for nine months or whatever it yeah. was, like takes a toll on you. Yeah, especially with head stuff. Like the first yeah. bump that he takes, like he needs to truly feel you know he's gonna have to get back in the swing of things a little bit as good as he is yeah and i'm sure it'll still it it probably won't look like it'll take him long to get back in the swing of things he's that good of a professional wrestler but yeah i just look at that guy and i'm like that guy's the future face of your company like the baby face face of your company Mm -hmm. maybe if we spam who in the chat friends spencer will tell us who it is i don't think he's gonna i don't think spam the chat with who maybe if we get like a hundred who's in the chat a hundred Wait, I don't know. I don't know what the a lot of who's spitballing here, but yeah, I think you're right. I think you're just. I'm just glad to see Adam Cole back in that yeah. happy and in a wrestling environment, whichever wrestling environment. If we hit a thousand subscribers tonight, I will reveal it. All right. Well, do your best, Twitter universe. Greatest part of Thursday nights. In. What's up, Paul Pito? So we have Boris in the house. Big Bad Boris. Now listen here. Like I'm gonna have to stick up for our guy, Big Bad Boris here. He's prepared for TFA. You're throwing him for a loop. There's already controversy amid this quizplex. So what was the controversy? So TJ Cannon was. If it's a member of the Rads affiliate, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. Just so I understand, TJ Cannon was the champion, but he could not appear on a show. So Boris filled in. Yes. And then one as yes. well. So now you have Boris, who's a champion, and TJ Cannon, who's a champion. Is that yes. where? And there we go. Much Big Bad Boris saying, much like Matt Canatona, he's God, always baby. ready. Indy he's God. always ready. Can um, I just say that that was a very well done piece by Matt Cardona, the Indie God thing. Oh, very good. Like I, I love I, that guy. Bullshit. Like guy. I know what he's saying is like he'll never wait. Go back. Oh, the other way around. So Boris was the champion and TJ Cannon filled in. But it, okay. I okay, got it. We got. I it. knew there was some sort of. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. No, but he's been doing an. Like, he he cut the basically saying like I don't want to go back. I'm going to pave my indie road here. You don't need to be in WWE. It's been three years. My money's never been higher. My popularity's never been higher. I ultimately, at the end of the day, think he is going to go back because <laughs> that would be the uh, Matt Cardona thing to do based on his character work, but I love what he's doing on the Indies. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. I, that's yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Blake. Oh, I was going to say, I think it was Spencer that predicted that he shows up the night after WrestleMania. And I, after he said that, I think it was him. I fully, fully believe that he will now. Spencer, Spencer does that though. He says he's, he says he puts these things out of the universe and then they do happen. And you're like, what? That's what I, thought. I was right. Yeah. I was right. 
How dare you, Spencer? Oh, How wait, wait. Maybe we don't want to trust Spencer's sources here on the Cardone thing. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on in this show, man? Yeah. Uh, no. Um, talk about CM Punk. Yeah, let's talk about CM Punk. Bring it up. Let's talk about it. How do Tell you, the people what. How do you feel about CM Punk overall, Blair? Just in general. I'm torn because, like, I like the guy when he's around, but like, if everything that happened is just like you know what just sort all of your crap out with everyone and let's move on from this like the, the splitting of like you have some people supporting him and some supporting the other side it's like we're you're grown-ups in professional wrestling like let's grow up let's make yeah. that bag and move on huh exactly <laughs> but i like cm punk he's great Do matches you fully believe he's never seen rocky like i find that hard to believe he posted that today like hasn't seen a full movie or is like doesn't know of it so that's what it's like because i think everyone's seen clips of it but maybe i i've only sat down and watched a few of them from beginning to end so okay i just i just was wondering if yeah we got have guys saying it feels like it's high school with him uh cm punk and spencer saying if it helps you haven't seen rocky three i've only seen half of it so all right with thunder lips man I haven't seen four and have guys saying just move on and let them return at forbidden door. Um, look at, I, we've talked about CM Punk a lot. So can you explain the situation of why he was back in the news today? Pluggo. So like essentially what? he posted on Instagram and like almost immediately deleted it. Like, you know, the, he was injured. The whole Mox thing that went down with that wonky, like he took a kick, got squashed. Like, yeah, the foot, like he had the he broken He wasn't foot, right? cleared, but Mox wanted to do it. And Punk was like, well, if Tony Khan wants to do it, he's the boss. I'll do what the boss wants. Basically called Dave Meltzer a, a liar and Jericho a mark and a liar and an idiot and all sorts of things. Just like basically saying that a whole deal that went down was not his idea. Blah, blah, blah. So, of course, and then, of course, with last night, the whole Young Bucks getting smashed, they covered up the CM Punk on the side of the truck. It's no strong. I was going to say, I don't know if Rocky really hits the Canadian market as well as it does down here in the States, but, you know, it is what it is. Well, I did want to bring this up, though, because, you know, Dynamite opened last night and it opened with the Young Bucks being put into ambulances. Uh, with the rest of, well, Hangman, Kenny, and Don Callis out there. And there was a truck, an AEW truck, that was there, and it had the Young Bucks on it, and it had Jade Cargill on it, but the Young Bucks are on it, and, and right in the middle of the Young Bucks on that truck was CM Punk. And But during the segment, CM Punk was covered with like a sheet or like a big tarp or something like that. Now, a lot started of started to leave thinking it was him. Well, this is what I want to talk about because last night we did an episode of Fernley AEW right after AEW. We'll be doing that on Wednesdays for a little bit here coming up. And Drew was one of those people. He was like, this is what that made me think that maybe Brian, you know, because it seems like they're going or they're pushing towards maybe at double or nothing, the elite versus the BCC. And it will be Young Bucks, Kenny and Hangman versus... There's three of them now. A lot of people assume that Danielson would just come back and be the fourth guy. But because of what went down last night, um, some people out there are thinking that maybe CM Punk might be involved. Because obviously he has the history and he did, you know, even though the fight was with the Bucks and Kenny, Hangman was really that promo 
with Hangman was really the thing that started all of this, really. Uh, it's the thing that Punk mentioned first about why he was pissed off and all that stuff. So how do you guys feel about that? Do you think that's just wrestling fans creating a bigger story than, uh, you know what I mean? Like, do you think that's just wrestling fans taking their imagination and running with it? Or do you think there's a legitimate chance here that maybe CM Punk ends up being involved with the BCC here or, like, is a part of this thing? It just seems like it was very odd for them to just, I get it, he's not around, but, like, if it was that big a deal, couldn't you just film the segment somewhere else out back so that truck wasn't there? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, like I think with there they he Tony likes his storylines like to be very intricate sometimes. So I could see like him putting this thought into like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, cover the banner up, you know, like to you know make it seem like we don't want him there, but he's gonna come back and just to like get the wheels turning. And then I could also see on the other hand them being petty enough to be like, no, just cover it up. So yeah, and that's part of it because I could well, see them I, being like, "No, we don't want, don't show his face on," because then people are going to start talking about like, "Let's just cover it up so nobody yeah. will say, oh, so, see punks on the truck." Oh. I know, kept saying like they that. knew he was injured, so they're like, "Let's do this anyway," because you're going to yeah. be out anyway. So let's let's blow this shit up. Because I do that every time there's a rumor of a return, I always go, "CM Punk, top of yeah. this," because I'm a punk guy. That he thinks it'll be CMFTR going against the House of Black when he returns for the trios titles. And then he says that he thinks F FTR is swerving us. And then he said he's off to go get ready for Quizplex, which starts in just which, a little over. Which has 10 a minutes. mystery opponent. A mis so yes, it has a mystery contestant this evening. Now our, our girl TFA is out. Something came Hopefully up and she cannot make right. it. Yes. So it'll be Big Bad Boris. Oh, we were this close. Ten minutes left in the damn show. We have Blair on. We were this close. What the? Oh man, look who it is again—the man with the finest beard on this stream. Yeah, JPJ. Hey, it's me. That's me. Rich King, baby. Look at this thing. Sorry, Blair. What's going okay. on, Blair? I shouldn't have trimmed mine. How you doing? Oh, doing you, great. Now that want? I'm back on the Rad Show. With the biggest rad supporter around, we got JPJ, and we got Pluggo, who's still working on his fandom, but he'll be there after March 31st in LP Dub. <laughs> I say, so I say they're gonna win LP one match. I, I say they're gonna win one match, and they, you know, I'm a yeah. super fan. You know, I'm a super. Now fan. you got, you know, don't try to break us up. I don't know what <laughs> you're trying to do. Gives you these links every. Week. I'm, getting I'm not breaking you guys up, okay? It's just difference of opinions. You guys are allowed to have that. If that causes risk between you, well, that's an ish you, not an ish me. <laughs> Shouldn't you be preparing for a match of some type in a week or prepare. so? I've got a whole week and a bit. You're facing seven. They're the that's most not even a dynamic group you've ever know. came across. I don't know if you noticed this, but we held every single tag team title that there is in Alberta at one time. Okay? Seven isn't a challenge for us. As much as they want to talk online, as much as they want to blah, blah, blah about us getting Ben suspended, we don't need Ben. As much as I love those beautiful pale thighs and that gorgeously dressed human being, we're still going to win. We're still going to touch tips. We're still going to shake our hips. We're always going to have our championships, but we're going to shut Seven's lips. 
All right. I mean, they, they, they rhyme all the time. They're like, they do. They, yeah. They're, they, they, they look at they can't I, tell, but they can rhyme. We're good at English. We're smart. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you, you just, how do you, how do you keep yeah. getting this link? All right. Let's come on. Say, that was literally going to be my question. Can you just be honest with me and tell me how the hell you keep getting onto these shows? You guys want to, okay. Before I tell you though, I have to say that watching your guys' show is almost as embarrassing as watching the TikTok guy talking to Congress. It's just a bunch of old people that don't know what they're talking about anymore and just really, really want to suck up to their fans. But anyways, so how I got your stream. Okay, it's very intricate, so pay attention. I will talk. Oh, if you cut us off. Oh, I know what he's doing. I already know. Get okay. a better gimmick. <laughs> Step one, Pluggo. It goes like. Don't do it, you yeah, son yeah. of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Unbelievable. Oh, sorry, Blair. It's okay. I, I mean, I, I used to, I enjoyed talking to the guy before, but I mean, after this, like, uh, yeah. oh my God. You notice, can I just say something? I don't want to, I don't like speculation. I don't like speculation. But a couple minutes before Rich King popped in here, just saying, just saying. <laughs> Just the boss is I'm, somebody has who how many people do we know on this what blair doesn't get access to the link i mean we gave it to him tonight because he was on the show yeah yeah but so he had nothing to do with the previous two weeks clearly because this is the first time we've given him a link who besides us has access to the links here three other people three other people exactly how how original every week he pops in does this little song and dance and then we got to feel you saying, sorry, I, I, no Apple this week. Have guys yeah. saying that JPJ does have the finest. I do. <laughs> we got <have laughs> Boris saying, uh, Chill Yoko. Spencer did come back and say he's back. Outstanding. So oh, it's outstanding. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, just like, just like he said though, the TikTok guy, if anybody's been paying attention to that, Congress has been trying to like, chase down TikTok because they're worried about it. But I'd like to know about my data security here at Love Wrestling. Clearly, yeah, anybody could just come in and out of streams whenever they choose. It's unbelievable. And Big Bad Boar saying he has some amazing guests for PNP this week. I know who those guests are and he is being 100% accurate. He does have some quite amazing guests. I hear they're, I hear they're beautiful. I, ha I, I do too. Alright. We got a couple more minutes to get out of here. Blair, we're going to be chatting with you next week a little bit about some wrestlemania stuff which we're looking forward to here so for a few minutes before we go because obviously we'll dive a little deeper this when is your we're show. chatting next week um, <laughs> <laughs> i did want to say um as far as the build to wrestlemania with this coming monday is the go home show to wrestlemania it is next weekend um what are, you know, one or two things that has really stuck out to you as like what you're looking forward to the most and then what's one or two things that you're kind of not maybe disappointed is a strong word, but like that you were kind of expecting a little bit better build and has kind of been lackluster for you. I mean, for when it comes to WrestleMania, I'm, I'm hyped on the, uh, both the programs, you know, the Usos against Sammy and Kevin Cody and Roman. I thought they've done a great job with that, even though they didn't take my booking idea, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. um, those I'm very excited for. The one thing that I'm kind of, I'm really disappointed in is I feel like when it comes to the women's programs, they haven't mm. given them the attention they deserve Yeah, because Rhea and Charlotte, we should feel like that is a much bigger deal than they've made it to be. Yes. Especially there. Cause that is the rumored night one 
main event. Like that's what people are saying is going to be. And it doesn't, will the match be main event quality with those two? Yeah. Yeah. I bet you by the time the match is over, we'll be like, well, damn, that was really, really good. But I don't think the build has been main event of a WrestleMania build. And I I say the same, the same thing when it comes to Bianca and Asuka too. Bianca and Asuka arguably could be the match of the weekend. If, if Mm -hmm. they get the the right amount of time and able to go out there and do their thing. And I feel like that build has been non-existent almost really like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just been, it's just felt a it's little, just, it's just been Oscar wonky. laughing at Bianca. Yeah. Essentially. Oh, 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 this, you know, it's just been very, and I think have guys kind of right. They have been putting a little bit more focus on the six woman tag match yeah. uh, with Becky Lita and Trish against damage control. Um, yeah. It's just been very weird. I feel, I feel like they should, especially, like you said, Charlotte and Rhea with them going to probably main event night one. I just feel like that match should really feel like it's way more important than it currently yeah. does. And it's I mean, I, I'm excited for WrestleMania, which is something I couldn't say, you know, the past few years, but like this mm-hmm. one, I, I'm excited for it. And with the the span of five minutes, NXT made me excited for Stand and Deliver mm-hmm. just by announcing Dragon Lee in the, the North American match. So, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hey, that's a great way to get my attention, have a good WrestleMania weekend, and, like, you'll get me back in as a fan more. Yeah, it should be 100%. a good weekend. Plugo, that's about it. That's about Dude, it. We got to get out of here. Like, I'm just, I'm just, like, every week, I'm trying to run, we're trying to run a family show here. We're trying to be professionals. They're, they're, they're calling me out every week on social medias. I got to make a decision because I'm going to have to figure out how to get to Canada. <laughs> but on that note, yeah, we're all running out of time. It's been a hell of an hour. Again, Quizplex in, in like two minutes with mm-hmm. mystery guest. We don't know. Our boy, Big Bad Boris from Punk and Pile Drivers. Stay tuned. We might be joining him for a little, little audio chocolate. Mm-hmm. And TJ Cannon of Seven. Yeah, I wonder Mad if he'll have anything Mad to say. If he was, I wonder me. if he was watching that or ha- will have anything to say about it. Uh, yells at me when I do it on camera because I can't make. There we go. Okay. But on that note, <laughs> Blair, we appreciate you being here. So please tell our fans and the fine folks where they could find you and make sure that they follow and check you out, man. You can find me up on Twitter at GrainmakerPod, Grainmaker Wrestling Podcast on all other social media platforms. And you can search it on all podcast streaming platforms too. And thank you guys for having me on the show. It was great. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to get you on when we have one of our normal uh uh oh, he's what? coming in right at the end. I don't I don't know if we'll have enough time. I don't know if we'll have enough. We Are we gonna one get minute. Is he there? What is that? I don't know. Is he having trouble? can't see his face well, so he, he missed oh, out he's he missed gone. out he's missed out he missed out that, oh, oh here he is year, like oh. you have you hey you have one minute to say one, whatever it is you need to one say minute. oh exactly you, okay yeah, you one, minute. one minute not canadian so minute. should shut the hell up let me talk because whoever we go up against oh. next rats are for life and we are going everyone down. Let's freaking go. That's all I got. That was right. nerds. That was something. Whatever. Whatever. Right. Get out of here. How do you get in the this link? Is your show. How you get, get in the link? How you get in the link? Who's putting you over on this? What's happened? Bullshit.
Stay tuned. Anyway, 15 seconds. 15 Quizplex seconds. Quizplex is coming. Follow Blair. JPJ at JPJ Ugh. Loves Gaming. Follow me at Pluggo. Follow the show page at B2Beards for all the stuff we got coming up. We got a killer guest next week ahead of WrestleMania. We'll tell you on the socials. Peace out. <laughs> ah! Boom, I yay! Boom, I yay! <laughs> the hell with them, Rads. <laughs> Blair, down. thanks for hopping on. Blair, Rads, Blair, you're going to get what's coming to you. Quizplex starts now. Peace out. Ah. Look at yourself now, and you're so great.